0: Hello! Hello. Yeah, Right. so this is the X&Y Podcast Season 2, Episode 2. By the way, I've just uploaded Season 2, Episode 1, and uh, we are recording this back-to-back. So if you are listening to the first episode of Season 2, you will hopefully find this pretty soon afterwards. And... um, I've had a few beers and I think it, I think, (laughs) (laughs) well, uh, like listen to the first five minutes. And by the way, if you are listening to season two, episode one, I have not edited anything at all. And I haven't even played it back apart from the first five minutes just to check it sounded right during the first five minutes. So uh, yeah, I have had a few beers and, um, I noticed my voice sounds different I don't know why uh, it just does so um, I'm, I'm I'm remarkably sober because I, I don't really drink much anyway but uh, I know but I remember yeah. when you listen listen mate. Mm. when you uh when you first went into your depression when mm. you had trouble with that woman um, mm. the other week you uh, you were sending me messages when you were totally drunk and you were drinking I think it was vodka was it yeah vodka yeah Straight from the bottle.
1: I, 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 I literally I drink to get drunk. I don't drink for any other reason. I don't taste it. I could just get the bottle and just swing it down.
0: Yeah, I uh, personally, I never found vodka uh, very sophisticated. I could never really appreciate any subtlety in vodka. Um, I'm a beer lover. I love beer and um, not just any beer. I'm, quite a, I'm, I'm a beer snob to a certain extent, mm. but but that also depends on my um, finances. So, uh... well, I do, I do have a brewery.
1: At, what they call them? What they call these? home brewery. There. What are you talking about? No, not home brewery. Like the micro. Are they
0: called a micro, oh, micro brewery? brewery. Yeah. Is at
1: the end, it, the end of my road. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, and uh, they've been on telly quite a few times. I forget the name of it. Um, some something to do with card joke, playing cards or something. But yeah. Um, craft
0: beers, that's Craft beers, that's what it is. Uh well, that that the, the expression craft beer, I think, has come from America, and mm. um, of course, in Britain, um, what is now called craft beer, yeah, was just what we used to, well, we were for a while we called it real ale, yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah,
0: but I mean, it's essentially traditional British beer since. You know since the dawn of mankind yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, but um yeah, you can sometimes get that in japan they 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 actually say craft beer mm. in in sort of a Japanese accent um they've imported the word, yeah, but uh the expression so to speak, so uh um but um i uh it's expensive here though, but I remember. I remember going way back, um, I'm trying to think when, there used to be, it was possibly the very, one of the very first um, microbrewery pubs just off Trafalgar, no, Charing Cross, near Trafalgar Square, just off Charing Cross Road called, uh, it was a Samuel Smith pub, um, which you call Samuel Smith is well I, mean, I don't know what it, what it's like these days but i can still buy in japan i can still buy samuel smith uh, oatmeal stout and uh, porter and i think another beer as well yeah but i remember going to a samuel smith uh, it was called Chandos, i think it was called uh, oh, down the yeah, in... bell yeah it was it was just there's a, there's
1: off... a place there's, a, there's somebody called Ch- there's somewhere called
0: chandos place yeah it's not yeah that's right mm. not far from there mm. Uh, it's basically between Charing Cross Station and Trafalgar Square near yeah, St. Yeah. Martin in the Fields. Mm-hmm. So um, I used to go to a microbrewery pub there. And I remember yeah. the very first time I went in there, I I was quite young. And I didn't know anything about microbreweries and real ale. And mm. uh, I remember going in there, just asking for a pint of the usual cheap lager Mm. But they didn't have it. They only had their own. They had a selection of their own brand beer, and yeah, uh, it was pretty cheap. It was. This was before the Weatherspoon pubs opened. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, of course, once the um, once we discovered the first Weatherspoon pub further up the road on Charing Cross Road, um, mm. I think it was called the Moon Underwater or something. Yeah. Um, then we were in there every time because it was dirt mm. cheap. It was a lot mm. cheaper than the other pubs locally. I mean, for the West End, it was unbelievably uh, affordable, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know all that, being a cab driver, right?
1: Yeah, I think that place was the converted...
0: Oh, you're C- right. Cin- cinema or something. Yeah, or, or... it was some sort of cinema. And, of course, a lot of cinemas... in uh, People forget this. Mm. A lot of cinemas uh, are were actually converted music halls. Yeah, um, yeah, right, which Yeah. My, my were local. Yeah. a kind of theatre. So um,
1: my my local was, and it was it was actually it actually staged the Beatles as well. Wow! Well, and and that and it, and is now a pub.
0: Well, I mean, if it's going to be anything, a pub <laughs> yeah. would uh, suffice. Yeah, I remember going to a nightclub called Limelight, which was um, yeah. That's in the uh,
1: Shaftesbury Avenue.
0: That's the one. It, well, it's it's yeah. the crossroads there. Yeah, with Charing Cross Road, Charing Cross Road, Shaftesbury yeah, Avenue. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And um, wasn't that wasn't that an old church? That it was. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lamelight Club. Yeah, and, and that was quite. I'll tell you what. I mean, I suppose from a religious perspective, it's it's quite it's rather tragic, but it, it made a very nice uh, nightclub. I'll tell you that. Well, there's a, there's a lot, Well, actually, the, the the reverse has happened in the UK because there's a lot of ex pubs that are now mosques. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and churches, indeed, right? Churches uh, hey? and churches have converted to mosques, right?
1: Yeah, the, well, yeah. The, uh, I don't know if it's, I've seen any churches actually, but I know there's definitely some mosques. My, my my friend, who's a Scotsman who lives in the East End, was 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 actually distraught when his local, had been turned into a
0: mosque. Yeah. There's, there's something, <laughs> there's, there's something seriously wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And he's a Scotsman, you know, like he's his beer, you know. Sure. So. <laughs> well, I remember the, the, uh, the first time I went to Scotland and um, I was in the army and we, we, I took a, a train on a I had a, uh, what'd they call it? The warrant, what they call that? The rail warrant or something they called it. I, the, yeah. The, and I, I took the train up to uh, Glasgow station, and um, I'd been assigned to. Um, I I had a I'd been assigned to Fads Lane, um, for um, some sort of train. It was oh we were doing training up there. You know Fads yeah. Lane. It's the uh, one of the so Trident, it's Trident a, missile the, um, submarine bases. Yeah, it? it's a submarine yeah, yeah. base. They got Trident or something. Um, yeah. I've been assigned to Fads Lane and um, we, uh, I, I had a rail warrant, went up there and arrived at Glasgow Station hmm. and I had to change, to, had to, uh, I got off the train f- from London at Glasgow Station, I had to go to um, a local train to um, Helensburgh Station, I think it was. Oh, I know, I know Helensburgh. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That, well, the camp hmm. was, we, we were based in Helensburgh at that time. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, but we did training in on the lock, one of the locks or the legs, you know, um, mm. we were doing, um, training on the lakes yeah. around there. And, um, I, uh, when I got off, off the train at, uh, Glasgow central or whatever it's called, um, it was my, f- I think it was my first time to go to Scotland. Never been there before. Yeah. And, um, I suppose if you if you're not british you probably wouldn't understand what it's like to cross the border from england to scotland <laughs>
1: but, yeah
0: uh, yeah it is a bit of an interesting experience i mean it is something that is you do think about when you especially when you're younger anyway and, yeah um, yeah coming from england you know and uh a wee sassanac and um which is what they called, they used to call us Sassanax. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, the, uh, I got off the train and, um, I'm, I'm walking through the concourse and I just get approached by a local bloke and he starts chatting to me, very friendly. Mm. And, um, I'm quite naive, uh, to a certain extent, but, um, He's chatting away, and uh, I can just about understand what he's saying. And um, he ends the conversation with, can you spare any change? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing was,
1: Mm.
0: like, if you go, if it was the opposite case, if you went down to London, it would be Mm. instantly, can you spare any change? Yeah, 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 yeah. But him, he struck up a conversation. He was actually very friendly. He was a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. But he ended it with, can you spare any change? It's yeah, quite interesting, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I guess they sort of know. I mean, I I remember being told when I went out with mates on R and R in um, Leicester Square. Yeah, he, some people. I mean, more than one. It was several people said to us, "You're squaddies aren't you? You stand out." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we were immaculately groomed. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, we'd come from. Uh, uh, where was it uh, down in South East London uh, at the time so uh, they do we do stand out yeah um, but you um, where did you where did you uh, where did you go at? What, what was your experience in what in well just in, like going out like on R&R and, R and that uh, yeah we
1: went to different places like because um, I don't know yeah like you say you do stand out I mean um, are you talking about when I was in the reservist in the military? You yeah, sort of, they just, yeah, yeah. You sort of, like if you went to Oxford for instance, we're like full of students, I think it was Bisley, like you know, they were the students, like, Bisley, I them. don't know that one. Uh, yeah, they've got like long hair and you know, like they're students, and they and like we we're all like sort of short hair. And I, I never had a mustache, but it was the 80s, and a lot of guys had a tash, you know, and things like that, sort of thing. But, uh, yeah. I think generally, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of army units. I think the patterns are one of them. They just start a lot of trouble, don't they? And um, so there's like punch ups and that, and it, especially amongst the regulars and that, like an older shop and things like this. So I think
0: that the, the, the sort of,
1: the re- reputation sort of precede you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Not, I know what you're making.
0: You know, well, I remember <laughs> I was I was on. Um, we were we were um in Senny Bridge Camp in mm. um the Brecon Beacons mm. and um we went on R and R we had to sneak out we weren't allowed out mm. but um you what you do it is you used to slip the uh the MT troop some yeah um, yeah some readies and yeah. they'd um smuggle you out, smuggle you out in the back of a four-ton Bedford or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, they drive us down the town and they drove us. They wouldn't, uh, we went out, down, we were allowed officially, we were, this was going, because I'm, as, uh, as we've already mentioned, I'm a little bit younger than you, so back in, I think it was 94 or 5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went out down the pub because they let us out and they used to, a lot of places are very respectful and welcoming of yeah. the British Army still. Mm. You know, I don't know what they're like now, but they used to be. So we were we were given the entire beer garden of a particular pub yeah. in Sennybridge and they set up a large projector screen because it, mm. oh, it was Euro 96, I think. oh okay yeah Yeah, yeah. it must have been 96 it was euro 96 and um we were allowed in the beer garden Mm. Uh, our uh battery was allowed in the beer garden to watch the euro 96 england versus germany yeah and um which they fucking won the bastards but anyway Mm. um the funny thing was we had two or three German officers on assignment to our battery. <laughs> and yeah. when it was apparent that they were winning the match, well, nobody, they must, they slipped out and, and disappeared because they obviously yeah. were worried about the consequences. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but because it was a real bad feeling. I mean, it really was bad. Because all the build up to it was all the usual, I mean, bearing in mind this is 1996. Yeah, fifty years on, there's all the still usual jingoistic World War Two stuff against Germany. Yeah, well, you know
1: they're like, they're, they're not they? That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But we, uh, but after that, um, after that match finished, and we we, we we're all totally pissed, and um, mm. we went into the indoors because it was getting cold. I mean, up in the mountains there, it gets yeah. Even in, even in the summer, it gets cold. Yeah. And, um, we uh, we're in the pub drinking, and um, and you know, just going back to what we were talking about, blokes on watching the football. We're mm. all like really like one team. We're all like yeah, United. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all yeah. on each other's side. Mm. We go after the match is finished. We go into the pub. We're all drinking, and of course, we go into the pub and the usual women that hang around yeah mm. are in the pub, yeah, and, um, and 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 I'm not like I don't mean I'm not bragging I'm not I don't mm. mean this to be big headed or anything mm. but um, I did you know I was I was a looker and I did yeah. attract women and and mm. I was I'm very char I can charm women very easily mm. Mm. and um, I just fairly quickly attracted some local women. And Mm. um, what happens? The we start fighting amongst ourselves. You know what I (laughs) did. Yeah, yeah. But but some of the what happened is one of the guys in my in my uh, battery, not my unit, but my battery, had had already thought he'd pulled um, a bird in the pub. Mm. Mm. I didn't know it, and um, when I walked into the pub, he was in the toilet. And then yeah. this, this bird was started flirting with me, and I started, mm. like, the banter, mm. and um, it comes back from the toilet, and we were, like, propping up the bar together, me and this bird, and uh, mm. a mate was, you know, looking over her shoulder, mm. and um, and he, he took exception to it, and then we mm. fell out, and we never actually made it up after that, we, we fell out yeah. permanently, and um, he had a go, and... Um, yeah. He just ruined the fucking evening. It, yeah, the whole yeah, evening yeah. was ruined because of that. Mm. And, alcohol. Um, alcohol and women is a very... It's, it's, it's a potent... dangerous combination. Yeah, and, um, and the thing is, though, alcohol and blokes only, and we're mm. not fighting at all. We're all yeah, yeah, having yeah. a good time. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: And this is interesting because you know in, in Britain we've got this tradition of the working men's club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is strictly men only. However... Yeah. I do know they sometimes have women like I working. I they've, ch- they've had to change it because of the equality laws. Well, well, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, but they do have working men's clubs, mm. and there is a reason for that. And working men's clubs never had any bouncers security. Never had any fights.
1: No. Uh,
0: they never had any trouble.
1: No. Um, and it's it just somewhere to go to get cheap beer after a. Oh, That's it. Okay. and the women back, back,
0: back home back. knew yeah. knew that if you were down the working men's club they knew there were no women there so they were okay with it yeah 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 so your wife didn't mind you down the club i, I think what they used to do is that he, like monday
1: to, like seven, six days a week it would be like men only but they used to have like a cabaret on a saturday night where you could take your your, mice, your wife in you know to, like, Well, some of them your, did that and yeah
0: but some of them also had strippers and strip nights and Mm. yeah yeah but even the strip nights the women didn't mind because the Mm. strippers were not interested in the bloke. there was no there was no physical contact you know Mm. so uh, Mm. but it just goes to show that as soon as you introduce women into a group of blokes they start Mm. fighting each other yeah 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 but uh and i remember we uh if if we weren't fighting amongst ourselves, we were fighting with local blokes because mm. the local blokes were intensely jealous. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Especially, but, but we we used to fight amongst units. You know, there, there's some. It's a bit like, um, you know, like the London, like the football clubs that some some have intense rivalry. Yeah, and uh, and it's the same. Like I think the Royal Green Jackets and who I was with, and the Black Watch, and you know, there's certain there's certain like units that had like a really intense rivalry. Uh, I think I think everyone everyone fights the paras, <laughs> and um, you know some some yeah some units and and uh, which it it's sort of strange really because like when you're out on the field you know you you, you just get stuck in do not you? you just do you do do what you to do, yeah. do but but when you're like when you're in your R and R time you know it's, there's all that sort of rivalry coming in and and all that sort it's, of thing it's
0: true you know it's true mm. because I remember. I remember the like you say when we're when we're we're like stuck out in the fucking field mm. um there's never ever any friction no there's never any problem um it's only when you're on r and r time' Let's just, mm-hmm. oh, sorry for those who don't know r and r is um what is it? Uh, recreation Rec- and recovery. Relief. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Rec- recovery. recovery. Yeah. Recreation yeah. and Recovery. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's basically your day off, your time yeah. off. Um, well, I did most of my training down at Lark Hill in Soles- mm. on Salisbury Plain. Yeah, I remember that place. Um, and um, there's, there's one pub down there. Mm. And... Um, these were the days before mobile phones. Mm. So, uh, uh when mobile, well, actually mobile phones were starting to come in when I was still doing my training, um, mm. down in, on sorcery plane. Mm. And, um, some of the officers uh, would sneak off to the pub mm. <laughs> on sorcery yeah, yeah, Plain, yeah. and they yeah. communicate with mobile phones to sort of get mm. away with it. But, mm. um, basically, uh, yeah, i forget what do you, do you have you been to salisbury plain you know yeah what yeah hey,
1: yeah what's <clears> that lot... pub called i forget what no, if... i don't i never went to a pub they just did uh, that a... there, because, uh... because they were like we were like infantry regiments so we were like camping out it, yeah. it didn't always get always didn't get didn't always get um a night off or anything like that
0: and no, no we the... officially we weren't having a night we didn't have a night right off officially it was yeah, just we the... were like
1: we were like in bivvies and that, you know, we, we weren't constant manoeuvres sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? So,
0: uh, well, not... actually when I was down, yeah, sorcery planes like that for everybody. I was no, I, mm. our unit, although I was, um, RT int, um, uh, mm. uh, um, artillery intelligence for those who don't know, mm. RT int. Mm. So although I was RT int, um, not, not an officer. I wasn't, I was never mm. an officer, but, um, I was a flaggy, which is, uh, signals. Um, mm which is radio operator. Um, Mm. and, uh, I was a driver as well. So I used to drive the Mm. Land Rover and, um, but we, we never officially had any time off for, Mm. for any pubs around there, but there was one, there was one pub, something like the crow's nest or it was something like, Mm. like some name like that. And, um,
1: yeah.
0: uh, people we weren't officially allowed there but apparently mm. if you I never went there but if you did go there mm. you'd you'd see a lot of officers avenage yeah 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 um and some of the senior ncos mm. were were apparently got away with it as well but yeah uh, anyway um well, so... yeah,
1: because they they'd be back in the
0: trucks we was at like sleeping under fucking like bivvies and you know Oh well, no but we were don't don't get me wrong we we mm. weren't in the back of trucks i mean we were sleeping in bivvies in fact we just slept in the No i mean no i mean i mean the officers and NCOs Oh not yeah they good. were yeah yeah oh uh, yeah they, well, they were in billets mm. most of the time as well Yeah right? yeah yeah but no some of the officers with us they sometimes like the uh the junior officers mm. like the lieutenants the lieutenants mm. you know mm. they um sometimes slept with us but mm. um yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. anyway, going back to the uh we were talking about women and relationships mm. and um uh what was it we were going to talk about um the well, next step I
1: I I I don't think I th- I think um when you get older as you get older after you've been through like um maybe if you had one wife and maybe she died or something or or he you know, if you had if you was a wife if you was a wife and had a husband who died uh use a long term relationship, but I think after you've been through like um effectively a fucking battlefield of, of relationships, I just think you reach a stage where I I don't think it's possible to live together. Yeah, I know you know, what you've, mean. Got, you've, you've you've got your own home, you, you're quite content in your your garden and and whatever, and, and 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 you know, women are as well, and um and I I just I don't think that you can. I just got I can't. Because you've you've become very set in your own ways, you know. Maybe if you visit each other once a week or and whatever, and then you go and do your hobbies and whatever your hobbies are, or watch telly or whatever sort of thing. But the the thought of just sitting, well, well I never had, I never had because I've always worked at night anyway, so I never had that television where I'm or that that television, that 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 life where I sat in front of the telly, you know, watching whatever whatever fucking shit reality program that came on. That's why I don't know much about TV stars and things like that. So, um, you know, so I never had that sort of, um, you know, three meals a day, uh, meal on the table. I've never had that sort of existence anyway. Um, so, but but I just don't, I can't see as, as I get older and I'm meeting women around me who are older, obviously, um, that you can actually live together. I, I just find it hard to believe. No,
0: I I agree with you. And um, Mm. I think that, uh, you know, there are cultures where uh, men and women, the interaction between men and women is Mm. purely for procreation. Mm. And Mm. um, we've seen that in our culture as being something Mm. in our gynocentric culture
1: Mm.
0: um, sort of has a rather dim view of that as being misogynistic. Mm. But Mm. um, I've come to the conclusion that there's a bloody good reason for that. Mm. And that is because I think the older we get, and certainly, I mean, I speak for myself here, I know. But I mean, Mm. I've spoken to a lot of uh, well, some blokes mm. some blokes won't admit it but you can clearly see it's self-evident from their lifestyle and from the conversations you have mm. but uh, as I've got older I have f- less and less uh, in common mm. with, with uh, any female and I've mm. got less and less uh, that I want to actually time I want to share with them. So, yeah.
1: I mean, Well, I, the funny thing is, I've I've got more tolerance but less less interest. Yes. No, I think
0: that's <laughs> for, no. I, I actually think you're right there. I think yeah. what you're saying is true. Mm. Um, I can I can sort of uh, put up with their nonsense to mm. a certain extent. Mm uh, and, uh well, I would say put up with their imperfections mm, and I mm. think we have to as we get older It's no choice yes. but my interest is is diminishing uh on a an on, on an extremely rapid um scale you know um mm. downwards downward slope so
1: I mm.
0: uh, for example um I've always been interested in hi fi equipment, audio equipment. Mm. Mm. I've never ever met a woman who has any interest in um, audio equipment. Um, yeah, I, I could say the same about
1: fishing, motorbikes, metal, well, metal yeah. detecting. <laughs>
0: like, like yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there are so many things you could mention. Um, Hunting. <laughs> i think um yeah i mean it's like cars um mm. motorbikes i've i have to say when i do meet a woman who is interested in motorbikes and uh i find it a, a turn on to be honest and yeah, um, sure. when i meet a woman who's got her own motorbike and like rides her motorbike um And really, you know, has no inhibitions about motorcycling. I'm really fucking turned on. Even if she's... Uh Even if physically, um, you know, she's not to a standard of woman I would normally want to shag. But um, i found that, you know, if she... If she's interested in the same kind of things that I'm interested in now at yeah. this stage in life, um, I can uh, forgive her physical imperfections, which is a, yeah, yeah, you know, which is something that happens with age anyway. But uh, if she doesn't have any common interest with me, then um, my only interest in her would be. Sexual, and um, beyond that, if he's not interested in the sort of things that I'm interested in, then I'm not interested in her. So yeah, yeah, you know. And I think that's a pretty normal thing, you know. Mm. Um, but if you... I can't
1: remember the last time I had oh, like this, this last girl, for instance, I just had. I mean, I could be quite deep and meaningful when I want to be, but. Um... Anything that was just of any meaning, do you know what I mean? It's just like, just found it very superficial and like what's on set. And she wasn't bright, you know. She'd been to university. um Well, but she was actually, an actress, yeah, but
0: let's, you know, yeah, but going to university isn't I any mean, isn't no, but, in but, any way, an indication of uh, intelligence or.
1: No, no, but what I'm saying, is, I mean, she, she, she was a, she was, an, she was an actress. She, she starred in Les like Misérables. She'd been, you know, she'd been in West. You know, so she, she had, you know, and I, you know, and I, I, I was an actress as a kid, so I had things to talk about. But I don't know. It was just, it was just all like fashion and lipstick and stuff. I weren't interested, in, to be honest. Uh,
0: it's. Um, so she was. She's forty, and um, she's got two or three. Kids,
1: right? Yeah, they they weren't living with her, but she, yeah, she's forty, yeah, yeah,
0: and she's got kids, right? Yeah, mm. why don't they live with her?
1: Because oh, it's a long story, but her husband's got the bigger house, basically, um, and uh, she was oh, she was in a hostel because they split it up. He was quite violent against her, right? And, you, uh, I mean,
0: uh, they all say that. I mean, what do you think? Mm.
1: Yeah, I think it was true actually, because that's why she's a bit mental. Like she's a bit like. Well,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, now I used to, as we all yeah. do, we if yeah. we we would always, when I was younger, uh, when I was naive, when I heard a, any story of domestic violence mm. that was purportedly. Of a man against a woman, Uh. I would always believe it to be true, but I now know that uh, women use the they they accuse men of domestic violence, or even not always domestic. It could just be any story of of, uh, harassment or violence, Uh. and uh, most people will believe it. Um, regardless of evidence. So I often take it now with a pinch of salt. I mean, when you're on the dating scene, you mentioned like these days with dating apps, you know, Mm. uh, if you meet somebody, if you meet a woman, a single mother, uh, she will, I would say, you know, nine out of 10 times cite domestic violence as a reason for her marriage ending and uh. the, the fact that both my ex-wives accused me of domestic violence falsely accused me of domestic violence um, I now know that uh, and that studies have proven that women in Britain are uh, in about like 75 or plus cases, 75% or more cases actually instigate domestic violence incidents, Um, which would, in my case, 100% case, you know, so uh, suggest to me that uh, when, well, it just means that when I hear it's a cry wolf thing, you know, it's a fact that, it...
1: I, I just think that any anything that, uh, say, say for instance like the social security system or the of uh, or the paid for healthcare system or anything like that, anything that that's brought in for the good is exploited. Mm. You know, like it, it, it opens. Its, you know, it's one of the first. Like especially now because women win. Like uh, you know they, they get take half your asset. They can be in a marriage for like a year and take half your assets. So so the first my, my ex wife tried it. The first thing. They 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 turn to is domestic violence. Yeah, you know, like to try and turn turn the case um, towards them. You know, like so they can get half the property because money is the motivator. You know, and there there are some very unscrupulous women out there. I mean, you can't get you know can't get by that. And um, so that that's like that's it's like a an easy path. I mean, I'm I, even with this um, this coronavirus, has been people like taking liberties. You know, like bec- they they might say they're a key worker you know like to get privileges when they're not sure you know like right? or you know there's 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 scammers everywhere effectively you know and that, that's one of the easy scams you know and and because the police force are, uh you know are, are so indoctrinated it with as well um uh, you know i mean I, I can give you countless cases where i mean there was one case here where um a woman Threw acid into her boyfriend's face because it, they, they decided to split up, uh, and uh, and she said uh, something like, um, "Well, if I can't have you, no one's going to have you." She threw acid in his face, and and he ended he ended up uh, he was so badly um, damaged and disfigured because I think it went down his throat. He ended up he, he was Belgian, so he went back to Holland and had uh, voluntary euthanasia. Oh no. You know, so so, um, and and there's there's countless violence you know, violence. Uh, a lot of it, when it's not serious like stabbings, it doesn't go reported. Because, and and I never reported it because you you don't think you think oh you know so, like I'm I'm a five foot ten, ten guy weighing fifteen stone and she's five foot two, Um so it's a bit embarrassing me. Oh, you're right. No, you're yeah. right there. It's unlike um, the police station. Like my 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 last wife stuck the stuck the point of a very sharp knife into my sternum and threatened to cut my balls off if I went with anyone. And I'm not a, I'm not a flounder. I don't play around. And and you know and even my own mother and aunties and like she called my mother a whore once. You know for no reason. Just but just to antagonize me and. um, and even my my own family, like the women members, didn't you do anything? I said, "What what, what can I do? What what can I do? There's nothing I can't do. It, I just have to swallow it, which yeah. is why I ended up, which is why I ended up having panic attacks. Yeah, you know, I know
0: what you mean. Yeah, you know things like that.
1: What can you do? You know, it, it, it's like, and, and that's why it's It's just best not to be with anyone, to be honest. Well, or you have you, you got sep- you got separate places, and and you live up in the mountain, and I live in the fucking basement. You know? Yeah. Like,
0: that's it by the way to those listening I yeah. live I live like about 3 quarters of the way up a mountain Yeah um with no neighbours and yeah. uh well just a cemetery you know and um
1: A cemetery for company I don't Oh, really oh, I oh it's brilliant anything. I love it oh, yeah, I fucking yeah, love it yeah. now
0: Well it's um, it's quiet <laughs> it, it is I mean it, it it's 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 de- it's dead quiet you know Yeah um, yeah 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 I mean, I've got another friend who lives
1: in Cyprus, up a mountain. He lost 600k in a divorce case. You, you know, usual things, you know, being accused of this, that and the other. And uh, she befriended, when his dad had cancer, uh, she befriended his dad. His, his wife befriended his dad and, you know, pretended to nurse him until he died. Because she knew as soon as he died, he gets the inheritance. And once he, well, as soon as he died, she, she, uh, she lodged the divorce divorce papers. Uh,
0: it's evil. It's fucking evil. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I live, uh, I live about three quarters of the way up a mountain. You live in a mm. basement in London. Um, but I would live in a, in a mountain if I could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, 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 I mean, it's interesting because, um, my father left London and, mm. um, he now lives in the Welsh mountains. Mm. Um, And I think it's, uh, well, he's actually remarried. um, Mm. But um, he had three, I mean, I've got a brother and a sister who I'm Mm. not in contact with anymore. But um, after he he raised, he, he took over raising us, Mm. And um, he had a girlfriend and he decided that after his first marriage failed, Mm. that he wasn't going to have any more kids. And Mm. um, he somehow persuaded his new partner Mm. that not to have any kids. And um, good move. And they've never had kids and mm. they are still together. Yeah. And yeah, it's an interesting yeah. one because yeah. some people do say that kids destroy marriages. Now, mm. I don't think that I think there's two sides to that because some people also say that children keep marriages together. Mm. Uh, but I just think it, it it that used to be the case.
1: I, d- I disagree with that concept of, of staying together for the sake of the kids.
0: No, but that used to be the yeah. case, I believe. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. people did used to stay together for the kids. But the problem yeah. is now that women have an incentive to, uh, to be single mothers and mm-hmm. essentially divorce their husbands and marry the state and... The... Well, it's a, it's a bit like, it's a bit like going into a football
1: match, yeah. And you're, you, you're, you're on one side, and you've got no team members, and the other, the other, the other side's playing the full squad. It's, yeah, <laughs> that, that's exactly. it. You, you, you haven't even got a goalie, so you can't exactly. your ass- say, say the goalie's your assets, yeah. Exactly. So you haven't even got a goalie. You haven't got nothing. So, so you're just going in like completely, like naked, effectively, and you're going to get... Unless you say yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, for the rest of that marriage, you're fucked.